0: Welcome to the Open House Podcast, conversations exploring life, faith and hope with Stephen O'Doherty. We talked last week to the man who Scott Morrison took over from as the federal member for Cook, Bruce Baird, and you might remember that he's shared this story with us. A
1: long time ago in discussion with the pastor of the church he was going to, he said to me, I believe Scott Morrison is going to be prime minister one day, And, um, you know, I do think he's got what it takes. Of
0: course, the issue of our Prime Minister's faith has been a matter of interest, if not some, I guess, ill-informed reporting on the part of some of the media, especially as he goes to a Pentecostal church, described by some media as... Uh, a new church, Pentecostal Churches in Australia, I think are, a, so are about to celebrate their 100th anniversary. Well, that man, nevertheless, who told Bruce Baird years ago that he believed that Scott Morrison would be the PM one day, was the pastor of that church, Shy alive, and that man is Michael Murphy, and he joins us. Hello, Michael.
1: Hey, Stephen. How are you doing?
0: <laughs> well, it's good to catch up with you. What was it about uh, Scott Morrison all those years ago?
1: Uh, Look, Bruce Bruce and I had a good friendship uh, whilst he was the sitting member here. Uh, In fact, prior to that, when he was in state parliament as one of the ministers. And uh, I'm sure we weren't the only one talking about Scott Morrison at the time, let me say. I think many people recognised um, both that Scott was a straight up and down guy. He had had obviously a deep political uh, understanding. And it was a leader. And I think that from the early days, there was a, you know, many people recognised that there was something special about him.
0: Now, tell us a little bit then about our new Prime Minister. What sort of a man is he?
1: Again, I'm sure there's uh, there's many that know him better than I, but we've had the privilege of knowing he and Jen uh, for about 12 years now, and uh, my wife Valerie and I, and uh, we've seen them in, in very many settings, um, both uh, from a political point of view, a personal point of view, Seen him just be one of the flock, if you like, uh, requiring no special favours or no front seats, just blending in and uh, and doing his bit. I, honestly, he's a he's a really down to earth person.
0: Yeah. So tell us a little bit about his. Faith. I mean, well, we're delving into very personal matters, and I know that you'll be entirely professional, Michael. And I also know this, because I've known you for some time. I knew you in those days as well. And I knew that you were one of the pastors around the place who actually understood what it was to serve in public life. You didn't have an um, unrealistic understanding of what it was to be a Christian involved in the business of politics. You're very realistic about it. So what do you know about Scott and what he would bring from his faith into his role.
1: I, I think, yeah, it's true. We, you and I have known each other quite a while. You know, I would say about of Scott's faith um, that it's a genuine faith. It's an authentic faith. And it's it's straight up the line. Um, uh, you know, he he, he, he does uh, walk the talk. Um, and so, and look, this is no secret. He's I think he's gone public on this as well. He's not afraid or ashamed to talk about the fact that having a faith, even in a 21st century Australia, is not a crime. <laughs> um, and so the way I think he's articulated, and I kind of like this, that he um, his faith informs him as a person. It doesn't necessarily set every single policy, um, but but it's it's the it's the mirror into which he looks every day. Um, is he being fair? Is he putting people, uh, dignifying people? Is he is he making decisions courageously, not just uh, just for the appearance? in order for the betterment of our nation. And so um, so rather than being something um, to be feared, I think, by people who maybe don't have the same faith or don't uh, share um, his personal beliefs, I think it's actually an encouragement because it, at least he's got a foundation that really sits under his life where, uh, for him, I think he feels like um, he's doing a responsibility even beyond... You know, quite unquote, a political career.
0: Yeah. I guess it's Michael Murphy. He's, for 30 years, he was the uh, lead pastor of the. Shire Live Church, Scott Morrison's church, and Michael is currently involved in helping church leadership around the world in a kind of not really retirement, because I know you're busier than you've ever been, (laughs) Michael. You wrote a Facebook post during the week that I really thought was splendid. You said there are 10 sort of things to do for your your new prime minister, for Christians to do. It's very realistic. You say, do pray for him rather than preach at him. What did you mean when you said that?
1: Look, I, I would you know never um, uh, want people or, or to to in any way um, stop people from having their say in our uh, in our political democracy. I think that 's one of the beautiful things about Australia and nations like ours, where a freedom of speech is a is a really a, something that we need to treasure and we need to defend very very strongly. having said that, I think it 's very easy to um, to, to, you know, a bit like in a footy game, to to, to have a meat pie in your hand, uh, a beer in the other one, and to be the expert uh, on behalf of those that are out there slugging it out. Um, and and I think any anyone that's chosen the the journey to civic uh, and public leadership um, has jo- has chosen a high calling and has chosen a very challenging calling, particularly these days uh, in the rapid-fire news cycles and instant social media um, kind of feedback. And so I guess my plea was, particularly for those that were of faith, um, not to be too quick to shoot from the hip. If you've never led a country, if you've never led an immigration portfolio or a treasury before, um, then maybe the best thing for you to do, uh, sure you can write your letters, but don't be one of those that snipes around with every little issue um, and try, tries to impose your perspective before you actually um, stand in faith uh, for he and his family and those that he uh, stands shoulder to shoulder on both sides of politics, let me say.
0: Well, it's tremendously important what you've said because it's, um, it's perfectly reasonable to say that if you go to the Bible, it is not going to tell you what in 2018 should be the approach to immigration policy. It does tell you we need to look after strangers. It does tell us a lot of things about the dignity of human beings. It's, it is a story about the other. Nevertheless, it doesn't necessarily give you chapter and verse what the legislation should say that much is a matter for judgment
1: yeah it really is and and you know if 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 we weren't in the caucus meetings when said policy or in, even in, indeed other policies i think the three portfolios that um the uh the gentleman we're talking about scott morrison mm. has held oh. um i think one was social services if i if my memory serves me correctly the other on immigration and the third one was uh treasury, treasury. Yeah. um and i think actually each of those are. Are challenging portfolios. Number one, you're dealing with the uh, people that are that are, that are challenged uh, in their own life in the community services portfolio. Secondly, immigration. Um, you know, there are desperate people involved and people very very passionate about that. And obviously, you touch anyone's hip pocket from a treasury point of view, and uh, they'll they'll tend to come out fighting. And so, those three portfolios, I think, kind of mark. Uh, not a bad three-dimensional picture of who Scott is. Scott is a people person. Um, I believe he loves our nation and the sovereignty of it and and he's he's proven even in the short time he's been in the Treasury role to be able to handle himself economically. And I think if he brings those three things to the table um, then uh, I I believe he'll make a, a significant contribution in the in the time that he's given
0: now a lot of your posts go to this question about um this number four a lot of your points do ask god for his blessing and protection on scott's family rather than being only committed to his support for yours do encourage him rather than instruct him um do intercede for God's agenda is number 8 to for God's agenda to operate through him rather than push your agenda to him um there is this balance the tightrope that we walk a balance between being a citizen of heaven and indeed operating as the prime minister of a sovereign country Australia that that's a tightrope that not very many of us have had the privilege and responsibility to walk
1: wow yeah no that's that, so so well articulated, actually. Like, who would want it? To be honest, like, it's really a challenging role, and I think uh, increasingly uh, challenging, as I said, in this day and age. Um, and so, again, as you saw the theme uh, come out there, it's r- rather than be shooting from the hip, rather than be a cowboy. And honestly, some some people can be so unkind. Like, really, like, c- kindness doesn't cost anything. Like, there's a there's a venom. Uh, even, even frankly, from believers, sometimes about issues they feel uh, very passionate about. And look, honestly, that's that's wonderful. I love the passion of of uh, of those of faith. Um, but just make sure that in the communication of that, you know, you don't start playing the man. Uh, I've had people call Scott in the question regarding his faith and his Christianity, and um, uh, just seen the most. Um, uh, the most vitriolic things that are yes. spoken about. Yes. And I guess my my attitude, look, forget the fact that, that, that Scott is a friend of mine and that we've, we've done some life with him for over a decade, but I, I, I get very perturbed in, at times, the lack of honour, take Scott out of the picture for a moment, uh, for the office of our Prime Minister, for the office of our civic leaders, yes. rather than uh, the individuals involved. For some reason... Um, when they when they take a, a public um, stand or they take a public responsibility, um, we we tend to think that they are our possession. Uh, we claim them, and we that we that we're free to say whatever we like at whatever level we like. And I just don't think that's right.
0: Well, it's a very good point. Michael Murphy is our guest. He is a minister in the ACC churches, Australian Christian churches, formerly known as the Assemblies of God, and he's been Scott Morrison's minister for a very long time, since before he was involved um, seriously in politics. Michael, you've said something really profound there because um, while there's a, there is a whole layer of vitriol and lack of understanding um, amongst some particularly militant atheists in our community about what it is to try to serve out a faith in Jesus Christ in public life. Well, there's there's that layer to contend with. Then there's this other this other whole layer that Christians in public life often get, which is the Christian who does want this not just a sense of ownership, but they will feel that if if you disagree with them on some policy that you can't be a real Christian. The number of times people used to say to myself and other colleagues, in the you know, Christians in the Parliament, oh, you can't be a real Christian if you believe <laughs> X, Y, Z. This phrase, you can't be a real Christian. And things as trivial as, you know, you won't put a stoplight at the end of our street or or, yeah. uh, or yeah. right up to immigration policy itself. It's funny, isn't it?
1: No, and I don't remember those days for you, you know, and I think that uh, you had some experience... Uh, significant experience, actually, in the broadcasting area. So you you had a bit of savvy about how to communicate and so forth. But still, um, you know, it, it actually—I i, I was, I'm probably being a bit tame. It gets right up my nose, Steve. Steve, and it really does. I, I just—I think um, it's actually uh, when you when you come out of with all guns blazing at someone that's in public life, regardless of their faith, mm-hmm. when. And and your and your perspective is let me be kind is limited at best. Um, to me, to, to me, it is the height of arrogance, um, and and uh, and really fails to understand the weight that that person in public life is actually carrying. And I wonder, I wonder what we would get out of our leaders, even by way of influence. I read something good the other day that said um, antagonism and influence. Very rarely can go hand in hand. In other words, if if you antagonise someone versus encourage and come alongside, it's my experience over 35 years of working with people that you are much much better served to encourage the person that you want to influence. Let's say you do, and that's there's nothing wrong with that. And then in that in that relationship of trust, you then you then earn the right. To actually be able to speak some salient matters into their life and into their circumstances that, that, uh, that are more likely mm. to, to, to get to get wind in their, in their sails than if you're just throwing pot shots over the, over the fence um, and to be honest, I think sometimes that there's, a, there's, a, there's an element of grandstanding for for one's own constituents when, when that actually happens in a public arena, even in social media.
0: Oh yeah, and acknowledging that the acknowledging there's a responsibility to govern for all. So that's that's the whole thing. And Australia being such a an incredible multi faith, multicultural nation, it would be a wrong construction. And other Christians will say, well, therefore, now that we've got a Christian in the parliament, in fact, we've got a Judeo Christian leadership. If you like, you know, therefore, we're finally going to get back to being a Judeo Christian nation. Well, actually, we're a secular nation. And these yeah. men and the women around them, the others around them, men and women in those positions, they will exercise their responsibility being informed by their own faith, but governing for all. And so that's, that's the dilemma. I wonder, have you been able to talk to Scott um, about those dilemmas? Has he, has he felt that dilemma and, and kind of spoken about it with you?
1: Uh, not since he was elected, we we certainly um, corresponded, but he's had some a fair bit on his plate in the last week or so. Yeah. Um, uh, but but certainly over the years, absolutely, we've talked about that. And you know, with the um, the immigration issue, uh, and again, some of the things I saw written about uh, Scott, um, and particularly you know the judgments that were made, um, you, you couldn't have painted a a, 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 um, a more uh, a, a a more di- a more opposed picture to the to 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 scott the man that i actually know yeah um he spoke about at times um you know he said i can i can you know you can take um uh opposition across the other side of of, of the of the parliament you expect that you know mm-hmm. and that gets pretty raucous and that's probably a whole other conversation in terms of how beneficial that really is for our nation in terms of the example we set for the next generation but not beneficial. Uh, just put in, Putting that aside I agree yes. and so and so um, uh, but that is what it is when you get in a sense friendly fire um, that's some of the hardest things to, to handle and uh, whether that's in your own party from a politics point of political point of view uh, or those others of faith um, and so again he, don't hear what I'm not saying of course everyone does has a voice everyone can make a um, you know can, can, can write letters and so forth I, I guess I'm just um, before we do that, let's not make the, let's not make that our first um, go-to let's let's make our first go-to as you as you rightly said, as the bible says to honor all in authority and to pray for those in authority um, and and I think that's a that's a great first step.
0: It is indeed. You've said in point number six on your 10-point plan for caring for our new PM, uh, do seek his peace rather than have a peace of him, which is a nice use of words.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, look, I just think any leader, you know, for a foreign leader, there are many pressures that come. Um, and the, the higher you rise in leadership responsibility, um, there is a requisite increase in the complexity of your world. Um, there are many things that want to steal uh, the peace from the inside, and as a leader, you definitely make better decisions when you when all is well with your soul, mm. when your mind is not filled with consternation. Um, and all I'm saying is, it's easy to have a piece of people. It's easy to shoot from the hip and uh, and tell tell your political leaders, whoever they are, Scott Morrison. Uh, Bill Shorten, yeah. who, whoever they are in in our in our um, political scape, very easy to do that. But to be honest, if you haven't, if you're not seeking the peace of them, and their families, uh, and their teams, um, then maybe you haven't earned the right to take a piece out of them uh, <laughs> for an agenda that you might have close to your heart.
0: now that's a great way of putting it. Well, the final point on your ten point list, on this um, very popular Facebook <laughs> post, was every. AM, pray for your PM. <laughs>
1: well, I don't know. I just, I think, you know, uh, and I'm not suggesting you sit for, you know, two hours and pray for Scott and his family, <laughs> but even a little mention. I think I think that sets the, you know. Uh,
0: but it's I, something I we should that, be doing anyway, Michael, whoever it is. You're quite right. The Bible this is instructs us this is not pray a new for our thing. leaders. This
1: is absolutely. And this is, frankly, maybe, maybe um, you know, I should have put a post out like this beforehand, um, but because obviously. We do, we do know uh, Scott and Jenny personally and, uh, um, uh, you know, are, are, are pleased for our nation, frankly, more than for them. Um, I don't know whether I'm pleased for them or not because it, it is a tough situation It's going to be right tough now. For them.
0: absolutely. It'll right. be
1: very tough, you know, but I, I think, um, you know, the reason I put it for, as, as number 10, and it could have been number one, but just I wanted the last thing that people read uh, would be, hey, here's a thought. You know, if you do none of this other stuff uh, every a.m., why don't you just, why don't you just throw, throw up a prayer for our for our PM and his team and, and frankly, for both sides of, of politics in that mm, regard.
0: Indeed, right. Michael Murphy, it's been great chatting. Uh, look, give my best to Valerie, and thank you for speaking with us.
1: Absolute pleasure, Stephen. Doing a great job, and uh, thanks for the opportunity.
0: Thanks, mate. Michael Murphy from... Well, it's now called Horizon Church. It was Shire Live Church when Michael led it for about 30 years. In the Sutherland Shire in Sydney, Scott Morrison, Scott and Jenny Morrison's church. You know, there's real wisdom in what Michael says. You won't agree with everything that Scott Morrison does. You may not agree with hardly anything he does politically, but... If you are a person of faith, you do need to acknowledge, I think, that uh, the Bible acknowledges, the Bible asks us, entreats us to pray for our leaders. And at the very least, you can pray that, um, that Scott is able to retain a strong faith and to, to listen to God and, and, um, you know, really seek his wisdom for what, for how God would want him to lead. One thing that he 'd want him to do is to be humble and i and I think we have seen a man so far who 's able to do that he 's got a real common touch to him we 're not going to agree with everything he does here on this program you You probably know that some of the some of the positions we 've taken on on refugees and so on. but one thing is for sure we 'd love to have a discussion about um, about the the basis of a policy rather than just the name calling the rubbish and the Ah, oh, the vindictive um, dross that goes on as political debate in this country these days—it is just so annoying. We want to set a definite and better way, don't we? We all need to be part of that, and that means that people of God need to pray that our leaders set a better standard. This is a chance for a reset, so let's hope that works. Discover more Open House podcasts at openhousecommunity dot com dot